Welcome to the New Mercies Podcast. I am your host, as always, Anthony Caldwell. This is episode 276, and currently we're going through a series in the New Testament. We're looking at each book in the New Testament, going over it, looking at an overview, kind of a survey style of our study of Scripture. That gives us some context as to what the text is about. It also helps us whenever we dive into a deeper study on our own, we know a little bit more of the big picture. Today we find ourselves in the book of 1 Peter. This is the first letter of Peter that he writes. He writes it to specifically a people that are exiles. He he tells us in verse number 1, these are exiles in the dispersion in Pontus, in Galatia, in Cappadocia, in Asia, and Bithynia. As he writes it to these believers, these are places where Paul was known to have ministered. So Peter is writing to these believers, probably Jewish believers who are under some type of persecution. We get that because of the letter and the contents of this letter. Peter writes and says, listen, there is a lot of persecution. There's suffering that will happen. But in that suffering, know that you are connected to Christ in his suffering. And because we are connected and identified with Jesus in his suffering, we're also going to be identified with Jesus in his victory. We have victory because Jesus has victory. We have suffering because Jesus had suffering. He had the same suffering we did. He had the same trials we do. He had the same difficulties and struggles. We will have these, but it's okay because he's worth it. As the book of 1 Peter goes on, he gives us some wonderful truth that we can live by day to day. And I want to encourage you with some of that today. He talks about in the first chapter, having a joy that is inexpressible and filled with glory. He says that in verse number eight, and he says the reason we have that, we obtain that because it's the outcome of our faith, the salvation of our souls. We've been saved by grace through faith, and now we have a joy that we can't even fully express. It is so deep within our souls, we can't even put to words what this joy is within us, and it's filled with glory, meaning it magnifies the name of the Lord. It magnifies God. Our life, when people look at us and see us going through trials or suffering of any kind, they should not say, wow, this person is doing great with this. They should be able to see a big spotlight on who God is. That's what it means when it's filled with glory. This joy that comes from within, it means In any circumstance, I have joy. Joy is not dependent on my circumstances. Joy comes from within. It's placed within me. Peter tries to call that out and help us see that in this letter. He tells us as we go on through the letter that we are called to be holy. We're called to be a holy people. He also tells us how to submit to authority. He gives us some very practical life lessons where we should be in our jobs, where we should be in our marriages, where we should be in every aspect of life. He gives us those practical teachings. I love how he talks about husbands and wives and the way we should look at one another, the way we should treat one another. He also talks about suffering a little bit more. Uh, He talks about suffering a great deal in the middle of this letter. And I think it's because he wants us to see, first off, here's, here's a way to live your life. But when you experience trials, when you experience true suffering, just know that God's grace is enough. Jesus suffered. He suffered, and so do we. But Jesus wins, and because Jesus wins, so do we. As he gets to the end of the letter, he talks about how we, as the church, 
have a gift, each of us individually, and that gift is supposed to be used to serve one another. It's not supposed to be used to serve our own needs, rather the needs of others. And he encourages in chapter 5, towards the very end, what it looks like to shepherd God's people. So to care for those in the church. It is our job to care for the flock. I love how Peter is the one that uses these terms. It makes me think about the time where he denied Jesus. Jesus dies. And then when Peter sees Jesus again, Jesus has a conversation with him and says, do you love me? And he says, yes, of course, you know, I love you. And he says, feed my sheep. You remember that conversation? He asked Peter three times, do you love me? And each time, Jesus reminds him to feed the sheep, to take care of the flock. And Peter, I know, is thinking, I don't fully understand this in this moment, but I will do whatever I can to take care of the sheep or the flock that God has. And he reminds us of that in this letter in 1 Peter. He ends the very last phrase by saying, Peace to all of you who are in Christ. If you were to read this letter and see the suffering that is going on in this region, he wants the reader to walk away with the understanding that even in the midst of suffering, we can have peace. I've heard the phrase and I've used the phrase before, I may be in a storm, but the storm is not in me. This is where that comes from. We may be in difficult times, but the difficult times are not within us. What's within us is joy that's inexpressible. 